recording in progress. We are here with another episode. I'm recovered, fingers crossed, from COVID. So that that's what was up with me last episode. I had COVID, didn't know that, learned that like right after I recorded. But that's cool. uh, it was it was very fun. I got five days off of work. I had I got two shifts off because I had the weekend that my 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 own weekend it was I'm feeling better. Feeling good. Alright. So these episodes we do them as a retrospective of the last decade and a forecasting for the decan that we are just starting. In theory. Problem. We've run into it. It, We have accidentally just gone through the entire first term. Like, the Venus term is over. We've got literally two days left in this decan. Um, It was a hectic time. It was a hectic time. Uh, this is what Taurus does. Yes. Neptune is on my on. time lord. Fight me. <laughs> Fight me. In the sky and in the water. Um, so, alright. Last time on Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. we were talking about the Burning Rose. Aries Deccan 3 and that Deccan was a lot so we had so it was Coachella and Ukraine and the French election and the Pakistani coup that we were that we wanted to bring up right yeah so um, and also the sinking of the Moskova yeah so Um, sinking of the Moskova we can we can, I can go start, there. I can start, you know, I'll start with the, the Dower stuff and then we can move uh-huh. up to Coachella. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, most negative, most explicitly negative thing, definitely in headline news, that 10 period, uh, 10 day period, um, there was a uh, US, pardon me, US backed um, Western coup in, uh, in Pakistan. Where, um, our, I mean, yeah, our government and um, probably some governments in Europe participated in uh, encouraging and uh, resourcing a, a bid to um, remove the democratically elected uh, prime minister, um, uh, uh, Imran Khan from office uh, under a vote of no confidence and replace him with the opposition leader, uh, Shabazz Sharif, who is uh, apparently more friendly to Western interests. Yeah. Um, And I think also a lot more hostile to India, which is lovely. Um, Yeah, because separation is a thing that... The separation helps war and stuff. I don't. Hmm. I'm angry about colonial stuff. Oh yeah, certainly. Um, I mean, just thinking of uh, the like, I am American. 
and I uh, fall to American vices sometimes in that I did not learn about the, pro the, the absolute um, intense situation between Pakistan and India until mm. like three, four years ago. Sure. Um, and like why that's intense. And it's intense because of Britain being horrible How and they inciting are. hate. And inciting hate and so well, this is the division while losing control. When this when is they a lost historical modus operandi. Yes. Uh, taking control and once they start to lose control, sowing seeds of division. And that's America. To that America does that too. It's just they start with the seeds of division, and just keep on going, um, and then don't and ever make the really gain. Side profitable. Yeah, yeah. Which is, oh, I think a thing that was that was relevant here. Uh, speaking of fascists, uh, there was a platoon in the Ukraine army that was just. I don't know if the word is platoon, but there was like a, a group in the Ukraine army that were neo-Nazis. And a, a mutual of mine pointed out, yes, it's bad that there are, that there were Nazis, but- Oh, the Azov group? Yeah. Yeah, I, okay, yeah. I don't know what they were called, but yes, it's bad no, that no, there were bad. Nazis in the Ukraine army. But find me a Europe, the uh, European nation's army that doesn't have Nazis because you would yeah. like, yeah, like find me a, a Western argument. nation that doesn't have Nazis basically yeah and, and not just like in the military like I mean okay that brings us right into our next point actually uh, there was mm -hmm. a, a general election in France um, and this will be reflecting many of the problems in the United States. Uh, they have a, a multi-party system and a uh, multi-stage runoff uh, style of election, which basically means there is an at-large election uh, from which the two most high-performing, the, the two candidates who win the most votes uh, go on to a second round uh, from which will be decided the, uh, the next prime minister. And that process that is still an ongoing process, but um, on April 10th, the first round happened. And um, it, once again, uh, I mean, okay, so uh, Emmanuel Macron, who is leading a coalition of uh, leftist parties in politics, apparently he's a bit of a compromise candidate. I don't speak French. Um, but he overperformed relative to what people thought um, going in, and it was not enough to uh, put him over the edge, or more importantly, really, uh, take uh, Marine Le Pen off of, um, I believe her party's name is the National Front. Uh, she is now one of the two uh, contenders for uh, nice. French prime ministerialship. And uh, her opponent, the incumbent, Emmanuel Macron, wait, oh wait, I meant Jean-Luc Mélenchon, pardon me. Jean-Luc Mélenchon is the leftist candidate who lost in the first round. Emmanuel Macron is the neoliberal centrist um, incumbent candidate who wants to raise the retirement age, if I heard correctly. Dang, that fucking sucks. I yeah. hope we don't. And yeah, like, like France, like fucking Britain, which uh, recently banned protest. Um, 
right. They don't have freedom of speech there. Us white majority countries kind of have a Nazi problem lately. Yeah. Lately as in the past <laughs> years. Well, you know. Lately a as resurgent, in. A recently resurgent Nazi problem. We got, we Never got goes a, away. Re- a recent neo-Nazi problem. Yeah. It comes in waves. Which hopefully is morphing into a much more handleable neoliberal problem. But, you know, both of them are happening at the same time. I don't know. So, it'd be great to not have any more Neos. We don't need more Neos. There are four Matrix Matrix movies. We don't need more Neos. I I got that reference right, right? The main character is Neo? That's correct. Okay, cool. so young. I I watched The Matrix once. I did not watch. Like, they all came out before I was born, and then Matrix... The latest one, Revolutions. I, I haven't seen the new one yet because my girlfriend hasn't felt like watching Someone told it, me but... not to watch it, but I also... Well, you should watch I'm too lazy it. to watch three, and I also can't watch the the Matrix movies because Elrond is in it as no. Mr. Anderson. He's the, he's the agent. Okay, okay. No, no, the you, agent know, you know Hugo guy. Weaving from somewhere else. Yeah, I know Hugo Weaving from The Lord from of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings. Okay, and yeah. Elrond is much more of a much more of a um, radical figure and very much like he wouldn't be that no yeah, yeah. I haven't, Lord of the Rings is one that I didn't see as a kid and only recently I mean like in the past five-ish years um, my ex showed it to me for the first time and my current girlfriend's really into it but yeah I was never um, really a Tolkien fan. I have a I have a YouTube video that I hope is private. archived. I hope it's private or unlisted, but it's probably still up. Where I do compare myself to Gandalf, and that yeah, mood. <laughs> I, that is like that is what started my spiritual journey. I googled how to be a wizard because I wanted to be like Gandalf. Oh, um, okay, okay. That's a tidbit about me. I mean, uh, for me, it was Full Metal Alchemist. Ah, uh, that's good. That's a good show. Similar level of trans allegory in comparison to the first three Matrix films, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Also, but yeah, the, the second two Matrix films are bad movies. They should be one movie, but, you know, they're worth watching. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Okay, no. Uh, speaking of bad things, uh, the Moscow, or actually, no, uh, an enjoyable thing to watch, the fucking Russian flagship mm-hmm. got taken down by the, a... the Russian Navy uh, officially yes. lost their flagship, which. Let me actually just pull this up on Wikipedia because the numbers are wild. Um, it originally. Oh, come on. Are you not going to tell me how much it costs to build? This thing, cumulatively, has ended up costing uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. Probably this one ship, uh, close to, if not over, a quarter of a of a billion dollars or the uh, yeah love uh, it love it order of a billion dollars probably this one ship you could say it's the rose 
of the Navy. Of, of the, the Russian, Russian Navy. Navy. And, and uh, Austin Kopic calls this Deccan the Burning Rose. And boy, how did we get a flames. Burning Rose? Officially, it just went up in flames, uh, which yeah. might be more embarrassing, honestly, than what probably happened, which is the Russian Navy lost their several million dollar flagship to a country that does not have a formal navy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. The gods Which... don't like hubris. Surprise. Oh yeah, there were pieces of the original cross on the Moskova, according to the Russian <gasps> Orthodox Church. Oh my god. <laughs> no. I mean, well, not the original cross. The cross that Jesus was supposedly executed on, but yeah. It was not the first cross the Romans used. Why would you take that to sea? <laughs> why would and you now wage war? And now the, the whole Black Sea... The, oh, the whole Black Sea is holy water. Oh, that... So in the Black Sea is now holy water because it is it is salted. It is a relic is present there. <laughs> but the part of the so so I gonna run myself through this. The Russian Navy had their flagship in Moscova and had relic had religious relics pieces of the cross that Jesus was crucified upon. Pieces of a cross that an anarchist Jew <laughs> was killed for was killed state. upon for defying an invading force. Yeah, also true. And they invaded with that. And like the true cost of this is really hard to say. Because like that's that's like a quarter of a billion dollar machine right there. Mm -hmm. uh, it still had like another 50 or 70 years of life. Wow. Wow. So they they lost like a four lot of money right there. Four or five billion dollars. And like to get least. a new ship like that would take years. You cannot yep. roll it out and put it back on the uh, on the water. Now, yeah, yeah. So that and it was, just went up in flames randomly, anyways. It, in flames randomly. I send it. It's a bit burning rose. <laughs> if you just build it, maybe don't build your ship like a rose, and then. It, you'll have like it won't burn and put relics like on it maybe on a, yeah, on a weapon don't, of war <laughs> don't put religious relics of a deity that claims peace <laughs> on an invading ship my lord okay alright which yeah um also, like, in line with those themes, I'll just quote uh, basically what Bo had to say about it at the time, because, uh, you know, he's a historian and reporter that I trust. Uh, uh -huh. Justin King, pardon me, is, is his legal name. Um, 
but yeah, uh, he, he goes by a moniker. I'm not dead naming somebody is, is the stage name. Um, but like, uh, the, the way he put it was basically, this will kind of have no operational effect, except it will make Putin very upset and he will probably overcommit a lot of resources to make up for that loss. Just, this is, that's the same, that, that sentence applies to um, Zelensky's um, uh, status as um, white woman heartthrob. Oh, sure. Because uh, someone was pointing out, this is, this is months ago, this is a tangent, but that all of the weird sexy Putin things that we see come out of Russia. Oh where, my goodness. Like the shirtless Putin. He wants to be everything that Zelensky became within a week of <laughs> uh, him invading. <laughs> oh lord. Shout out Zelensky. So he went from voice of Paddington Bear to being Martin Sheen. He played yeah. the president on television. And then became the president. <laughs> and, and became still, a global household name for being a defensive defending war hero yeah and like people like someone pointed out i think out, states are like, bad and there's a lot of bad things that happen to roma and trans and jewish people and black people in ukraine i'm not gonna say yeah. Zelensky is a good or a flawless person necessarily but He's but he, to be so, a good he war is a better politician than a lot of politicians in the United States. A great showman, yeah. That that great 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 display. Also, he's forty four. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got energy in him. Still. Maybe don't. Well, like, if you want to be good at pol- at politics and being grounded to reality. Maybe don't be older than your Neptune opposition. Please. I mean, you know, this is exactly what happened before the fall of the Roman Republic is the Senate got in like structurally endemically really old and conservative and gun shy about doing anything. And then the brothers Gracchi came in and promised land reform and uh, Caesar. Uh, ran a campaign in Gaul and came back with his army and said, "Actually, I'll do that, but better." And uh, also, um, my 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 guys are the police now. Yep. Yep. So, well, I don't want people to be Kaisar because Kaisar's wild gay icon. <laughs> no. Honestly. If <laughs> this is not this this is neither friendly nor a benefic statement that I'm about to say, but I'm gonna say it on the Friends with Benefics podcast. If I were to ask why the biphobia and someone said because Caesar, I I'd accept, I'd shut up. <laughs> I'd stop talking. I like that's a very good point it's like when someone says when you make a joke about the dinosaurs on tumblr and then someone says too soon and you just apologize because yeah too soon even though it's been millions of years same with i mean the wrongs that caesar and alexander the great have done incalculable horror yeah no just no just too soon (laughs) 
it's too soon for the bi community to have lived down Alexander the Great and Caesar. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like 80% of people are bi. Yes. <laughs> bi so, dear humans, Caesar, <laughs> watch yourself. Um, Achilles. Or 80% of people are M spec. I should be totally. Yes. Oh yeah, my my um, host is coughing. Yes, I, it was a very uh, straight men are cough. liars and straight women are scared. Is my opinion. <laughs> I agree. What was the context of that opinion? Like eighty percent of people are actually M-spec. Oh yes, yes, straight men are liars and wow, yes, because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, our closest cousins, the bonobos, are that that statistic follows. Huh. Well, that is encouraging news. (laughs) It is 80% of them are bisexual. They're like, more more so, really. But then, like, would be bisexual if we could. I if mean, they had society. Yeah, well, or, like, I mean, okay, or, so this is... Had this, words, I guess? No, 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 no. I mean, uh... We... We can tell, like, uh... Yeah, biologically. <laughs> um... If two members of a species have uh, different sex organs, often they will ah. be able to procreate. But we cannot say what genders they are unless we can talk to them in their mm-hmm. own language. Yeah. Yeah. Gender. So. so yeah, gender yeah. is purely ideal. Well. Or yeah, I mean, like, not exactly, but I mean, it is as ideal as biology. Biology is not necessarily, but or like the way we understand biology is way more simplistic and colonized than the body is. Um, like there, there are twelve biologically different genders, and no, no society has twelve genders. Okay, and it's just like, it, like there's no, there's not a gender binary. In yeah. biology, that's that's purely uh, a European colonialist thing, a Victorian yeah, thing, mostly. It's just dimorphism, which is like, there's not them. Um, humans are. I actually saw a beautiful image that was posted by a transphobe, where they were like, they they gave a bimodal graph, right, and uh, one side was labeled lemons and the other was labeled limes and they were like sometimes a lime is very large or a lemon is very small and they were posting this image as a way to debunk like or as a way to argue against our like by mode argument right uh but actually that is like basically how citrus works in that there are three original species and we have crossbred them to buck <laughs> and lemons and limes are basically the same thing and you can have lemonimes, which are direct hybrids. And uh, tree is not a species, it is a strategy, like crab. It is just a series of features that a number of different organisms have individually um, 
evolved towards without influence from one another. Uh, biology is like uh, no rules. <laughs> I really, I really appreciate that sentence. Tree is not a species. It, it is a strategy. Cause I'm quoting like, someone on Twitter who said that a th- long time that's ago. That's the perfect joke, according to the, the theory that Brendan Lee Mulligan uh, proposed on the uh, Project for Awesome uh, live stream last like three, two or three months ago. To date, this it was this, this is 2022, uh, but like the the joke gives you a fact, g- gives you a thing that sets up an expectation, and then gives that and then follows up with a thing that follows from the thing that was given, but completely shatters the expectation. Because it's just like tree is not a species. Yeah, because tree is a bigger thing. So you think, oh, tree is an order or a uh, uh, tree is a uh, yeah, class, family, no, an order, a kingdom. No universal no, common ancestor. For a the tree is just a... Because palm trees are grasses. Yes, yes. No, it is, it is just like... Um, a relatively tall plant that has figured out that leaves up here close to the sky and hard bark uh, around the stem is a, is a good pair of traits to have. Yeah. <laughs> Banana trees are herbs. They're the tallest, are tallest growing herbs. Huh. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah totally. Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's... We got there from the Burning Rose... From Aries three, it is Taurus season. It, it is Taurus season. There are two. There are two planets in Taurus, and there's an ice giant in Taurus, and there's also the North Node in Taurus. And also, we started this with both benefics on the ascendant, so we're gonna talk about things that are true. <laughs> we'll get to the point. Just be patient. Speaking of, <laughs> we haven't talked about Coachella, which you know more than me. So, I just thought Aries 3, Burning Rose. What imagery do I remember from 10, April 10th to April 20th that was very much the vibe of Burning Rose? Billie Eilish at Coachella saying, sorry, I'm not Beyonce. Uh, I think, let me see. And Beyonce is a Virgo and Aries three sends its um, uh, sends its Antisha to uh, Virgo one. Beyonce's son is not in Virgo one, if I recall. Yeah, no, Beyonce's son is not in Virgo one. Let me look it up. It's a it's a uh, twelve or eleven degrees, so it's just outside of Virgo. But the sun was like the the Antisha was sent. Oof. It's oh, it's no. whole sign Antisha is valid. And I don't care. I don't I don't know enough to. I haven't studied enough to be able is, to actually believe that statement. It is like twelve degrees. Definitely second second. Yeah, I have a couple uh, friends of the same birthday. I see. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. That's... I'm an astrologer. I'm terrible at memorizing birthdays. 
I only remember the Virgo birthdays because there are only so few of them that I tolerate. <laughs> only the Mercury birthdays because I have the I have two Gemini's that are near and dear to my heart, and then I have three Virgos in my life that I tolerate. <laughs> <laughs> I like Nocturnal Mercury. <laughs> Nocturnal Mercury is great. But yeah, um, not exactly what we're supposed to talk about now. I mean, that would be a good segue. Yeah, into the next the first, deck and the deck in that yeah. we're in. We're supposed to be talking about, yeah. Uh, Mercury and Taurus. Which Mercury and Taurus. Let, let, let me see what the, I mean, the, the triplicity the deity would be Venus, is, right? Uh, tri- yes, triplicity would be Venus. Uh, so it's a Venus-Mercury decan. Uh, according to Cosmos, the, de- the deity is Charis, the goddess of charity and grace. Or really the embodiments there. The embodiment. The, the embodiment of, chari- of, char- of charity and grace. Because there's a fuzzy line in Greek mythology, but like some things and are the, definitely less this, intelligent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, uh, um, well, maybe not less intelligent, but less, uh, with less agency. Yeah, um, less self-directed. That's what. That's uh, so that that's you. where that's that becomes the category of Daimon, which so um, Adonis being a Daimon of love because he's the he's the messenger of better way of putting it. Yeah, Venus, uh, uh, Iris being a Daimon of messages. Uh, the the spirits that are that uh, that are important and have sway over you, but would but really act based on the instruction of another day. Um, and Paris is considered the spouse of uh, Hephaestus um, right. in the Iliad. and Potentially uh, also his daughter? I've never heard that. Or maybe, or uh, maybe I'm wrong. I... Or I think it actually makes... his daughter is Hope, maybe. Probably, probably yeah. Then the Charis is one of the Charites, which is so it it is a subclass. So uh, having Charis as a spouse would have the the, the same uh, a being of the same group as a child. So that makes sense. I don't know. Don't quote me. Whoever just. I definitely made the thing up about the daughter. I don't know where that came from. All right. Okay. So, Taurus, um, it makes it now, now that I'm thinking about it, everything I'm saying, uh, like everything I'm saying right now is UPG, but uh, Taurus, as the spouse of Hephaestus, kind of flip, reflects Adonis as uh, a lover of Venus, being Adonis okay. being a, di- a, a diamond of un- under Venus's jurisdiction, Taurus being a diamond under Hephaestus' jurisdiction of craft begets grace or requires grace. So the god of craft would be able to send grace to help people craft things that are necessary. And I mean, you can't work metal that has no give. Yeah, you can't work metal that has no give. Yeah, I, I, oh, I was doing, I was rapping. Uh, hey, 
this is where my sentence is. Time for the plug for for a little plug because I just finished wrapping the Mars and Capricorn talismans that I dedicated to Athena mm-hmm. uh, last night. So get get those. I'm not gonna link them. You just gotta find them. They're on my website. Um, Which lounge? Yes, mm-hmm. that is the website. It's. I'll link my website. You just gotta find it. I don't know where it is as of right now. I'll know where it is after, but I'm not going to give you the link to the website. So very Mercury Taurus. Yep, (laughs) I'm going to give you the link to the website so that you visit all of the. And then you will count your pennies. (laughs) And then you count each of your pennies as you uh, buy the thing. Uh, I got Mercury, uh, Mars, and Capricorn talismans. It's a fucking great election. It's a <laughs> primo shit election. Uh, I'm just gonna turn this into an actual fucking ad segment because we've already had one tangent this episode. Yeah, um, why not? It Is was Venus Mars. Too? Yes, it was so Mars applying to Venus. Um, Mars at uh, six degrees of Capricorn, uh, tight, uh, enclosed and bonafide by the Moon and Jupiter. Moon and Jupiter, sextile from the Moon and Jupiter. Moon applying to Mars, uh, Mars applying to Jupiter. Um, Moon and Jupiter both in Pisces in the third house, so it helps with communication. I myself, with my Mars talisman, have hit a 53. Well, okay. Oh, pardon me. Uh, uh, my Mars talisman has, I, I hit a 53 day streak on my um, Duolingo, and I've never hit more than. 10 days on Duolingo before. So that's that's a testament. You were going to say. Yeah, like, I really like Athena for that first decan of Capricorn, which is, like, totally off topic to the, the podcast, but uh, it's... It's a that, trine. It is yeah. a trine. Uh, the theme of that decan is um, is change, is what Crowley mm-hmm. calls it, and yeah. uh, the image in the uh, RWS... Rider Waite, two of Yeah, Rider Waite, is... Um, it is a juggler um and it's like meant to signify turns of fortune um Mm -hmm. changing material conditions uh the shifting into a new regime because like capricorn is cyclical earth is cardinal periodic regular earth which is like um the way i've come to think of that recently is whenever we are existing in history or in a given regime uh, there is an eternity to the present moment. Um, Capricorn is like drawing light or uh, speaking to how that eternity is really um, a sequence of eternities that uh, ebb and flow into one another, uh, albeit very slowly, like tectonic shelves. <laughs> yeah, and Athena uh, is a good deity for the ebb and flow of tectonic type for making like Uh, educated surgical applications of force towards um, uh, Hmm. engineering or uh, catching your sails in the um, in the changing tide right (laughs) yes very very beautiful wording I this this this, uh, working uh, the the main intention was executive function because yeah, that's totally. what uh, that's what I needed and that's what um, uh, Mars 
uh, that's what Athena does. It's like uh, the series is named after one of her epithets, Ormasteva, which is the she who moves us, who, who uh, helps us to move forward and like to like the inspires us to do a thing, which is like the executive function problem of like, hey, get up and do the thing that you need to do. Get up and do the thing that you want to do. And I've been doing that more often. It, I have my Mars and Taurus, so it is harder for me. So people with uh, more, with less problematic Marses would be much, would like, would reap unbelievable benefits as well. So yeah, so that's the ad for today because I'm still too lazy to edit ads on this. There's just gonna be yeah. background music. And then we're gonna see you next week after <laughs> we do the thing that we are doing. Yeah. Back to this decade that we're in. <laughs> so the first eight degrees are belong to Venus in the, the term of Venus. And the right. last two degrees of this decan belong to Mercury. The last, the decan, Mercury decan does uh, carry over into the next. You mean the Mercury yeah. term? Yeah. The Mercury term does carry over into the next decan, um, up until 14 degrees. Uh, but yeah, so, so we're, yeah. starts at eight. Um, Which is where the sun is currently, yeah. <laughs> yep, the sun has entered the bound of Mercury. Which is why yeah, we're this, able to finally communicate about this deck. Instead this of just you know, enjoying it. <laughs> and um like I mean Taurus in general, but especially, especially here. Taurus is about uh accumulated material physical resources. Like um the big uh difference i i guess i yeah i'll do i'll do this big difference between taurus and libra is um like they're both ruled by venus governed by venus but uh diurnal venus in libra in an air sign is all about like painting and photography and uh flirtatious conversation and diplomacy and um social capital negotiated trade social capital social mores social norms uh, or, or rather, um, like decorum, because mm-hmm. uh, is there's a difference between Libra and Aquarius. So I'll leave it at that. But because um, yeah. this is way off topic, but uh, Taurus is more like jewelry making, or cutting a gemstone, or um, like processing wood into a fine instrument it is working with materials to create a physical object i absolutely love that i'm gonna brag just a lot just a little bit more and that i can confirm i have a stellium in taurus um and that that is i literally do that that's what i do i i made like the the Mars and Capricorn talismans are jewelry pieces. I was wrapping them in wire, in brass wire, and that's why I thought of uh, thought of my the stuff that I did with with you can't uh, work with metal that doesn't have a little bit of give because brass is really hard to bend even when you order it dead soft. <sighs> um, 
Good to know. Yeah. I have to make an anti-kisser mechanism one of these days. Like I say, this is where my rising is. Um, <laughs> but um, having... Okay, so first of all, having a Deccan governed by Mercury uh, really speaks to this idea of... Uh, and, and in a five as well, because this is a five card. Um, fives speak to an application of um, diurnality, either uh, applying force upon or being subsumed by a uh, quaternary division of nocturnality, of the material, physical world. Uh, it separates out one more time uh, to give us diurnality as a discrete object in the universe, which is like consciousness or um, intelligence. But like, I don't like that. It's a you know numerical term. It's just the ability to understand and manipulate consciously uh, the world around us, and um, and then especially coupled with Mercury, which Mercury is all about. Um, language and symbol and articulation and statistics uh this decan is about counting pennies as i said during the ad segment or keeping well keeping good accounting keeping track of material resources that are available because you are anxious crowley calls this card worry you are worried that you will not have enough basically um and like yeah it is by the grace and the give of the earth that you can hew out uh, a meaningful uh, respite <laughs> mm -hmm. from from uh, toil and uh, accounting this decan gives the gives gives a vibe that is that can be wholly uncomfortable for uh, ma for modern uh, spiritual spirituality because a like they're just like oh don't worry like it's the avoid negativity because it'll manifest what you fear oh sure but it's also like you prosperity gospel yeah like you got yeah like the prosperity gospel doesn't you can't prosperity gospel bread yeah. Like you can't prosperity gospel the wheat the wheat to grow. Like you have to We're be going you have to be ready to go. like you have to be We're ready to be there. Transits. Um we have Uranus uh, an ice giant, a chaotic ice giant transiting through Taurus and uh as uh I mean, you know, in confluence with that we have all over the world um food crises and um like yeah i mean less seriously uh like microchip crises and economic crises and oil crises like all on top of each other right now and um that has a lot to do with that idea of um okay so these terms like it's it's very much you have a set amount of a resource and you have either just hewn or harvested it and you now need to do a lot of math to figure out exactly where it all needs to go yeah. in order for you to be safe and comfortable 
you need to be paying active attention to the resource that you have. You cannot, uh, like, it, it, the, the don't worry part is, or worry is there because you are, um, you are realizing that you cannot ID, you cannot stay in La La Land. And yeah. the, like, the, the, like, La La Land exists, is the two ends of the extreme of making a plan because you need, you need worry. You need to be, uh, you need to be aware of what you have. Be, uh, you need to be conscious aware of physical of things. You, yeah, you need to be conscious of the, of the physical. Um, you cannot be, you, you cannot be, oh, things are always going to last or, oh, things are just never, ever going to last. I might as well die. Neither, neither of those are helpful. That is, like, that's the conundrum that the man on the, uh, on the Five of Pentacles is, yeah. Card. Wait. Yeah, that that they're, that's they're the. They're walking um, yeah, under the, under a church window. Yeah, because like yeah, God is the spirituality is there to help, but you have to you have to have a very clear um, vision of what is of how it's much gone. it's helping and what needs to be done yeah like um, you can't just yeah, like, pray away your hunger it is, you need yeah. to eat the food <laughs> you need to eat away your hunger too i mean there is this uh connotation i think of like um living to fight another day basically like uh the there is there is a story here in these three decades and we'll get to it but um, there is a time for prayer uh, when disaster has absolutely struck and there is nothing left to be done. But in the meantime, you can you can take charity or you can find the give in whatever particular system you find yourself mm -hmm. under in order to just manage long enough to be comfortable, long enough to find your footing. Yeah. Yes, and make sure that you are not um, jumping off of the sprained ankle. Yeah. Because you have okay. to be aware of physical things, yeah. You have to be aware of physical things. It, you can't just turn off your pain receptors. The pain receptors do things that are helpful. And this, this could also be really read as a trauma lives in the body, or the body keeps score, kind of a yeah, I still need to finish that book. Uh. Yeah, I'll read it. I'll get back to it when the sun's in a malefic sign. Which, yeah, the last major um, couple of details that we have yet to bring up uh, are the uh, the image the Coppet gives us for this deck and is the plow, which is pretty straightforward. It is comp conscious application of... Um, efforts such as to shape the land around us into a uh, configuration that mm. can produce material resources that we need to continue surviving and 
living and hopefully thriving. Straightforward and also a straight ripoff from Agrippa. Um, oh, <laughs> not ripoff. I mean, it's public domain and it's been public domain since it's been written for hundreds of years. But yeah, uh, but uh, apparently that's Agrippa's. Okay. Uh, well, not straight ripoff. It's a, a lot of the images with this Deccan are just a man doing. Uh, Field work. labor, so, yeah. yeah, doing work farm in the field to make especially. sure, yeah, farm labor, because oh, this is, oh, the sun. What it was our will to do when, when the sun and is it, in yeah, forest, take care of food and make sure that I have food. Like yeah, working um, before uh, we are very. Um, I mean, you know, like the, the past is a different country is how I will phrase this. Yeah. Um, we as modern people at least in the global north are very used to things like artificial light but before you know the 1800s you had to just kind of wake up at dawn and um, go get water and milk the cow and plow the fields or like watch for fires and coyotes Mm -hmm. and keep things functional and safe all day until you go to sleep again. Yeah. And the only reason you let yourself sleep is because someone else is doing the thing. Well, it's because you can't work in the dark. Oh. Oh, yeah, that too. (laughs) Don't try to... Don't try to weed your garden in the dark. You will not be happy in the morning. Oh, that too. Oh, yeah, and you'll pull out all your crops. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um conscious application of force upon the world. And the other detail is um, this deck contains the exaltation degree of Luna. Ah, yes. And also 420. Yeah, yeah, which which uh, I mean, those two things also together. Time. Yeah. Some, some of the time, yeah. Comfort. Making making sure that you have enough food. <laughs> The moon does exalt in the bounds of Venus, so it is a reminder to be chill about the food that you are trying to, that you are producing, and that you are like, or given physical, like material resource. But yeah. I, you know, I do think food is a really good um, jumping-off point insofar as, like, I mean. Not at a fast food restaurant, but if you work at a kitchen, right? Um, they're, they don't buy prepackaged um, little discs of, um, you know, processed meat from the uh, central corporation. They, they buy, like, from a butcher, a cut of beef. And you... Uh, further butcher that beef or you know whatever other meat or whatever other vegetable you know like you physically cut it and you separate off scraps and then the the staff eats those scraps and oftentimes like some of these scraps are like unappealing to look at but some of the most uh, flavorful parts uh, of an animal or or a uh, a plant and they don't get sold partially because the, the staff wants to keep keep it for themselves mm-hmm. for a time I'm, and then it becomes yeah. the thing that people know about but <laughs> that makes me think of uh, Rocky Mountain meatballs yeah I think that's what they're called yeah 
Yeah. Oh, oysters. But yeah. Ah, yeah. The the bulls testicles, testicles of bulls. Yes. Yeah. And the nugolan, which is great. It's a dish. It's a Filipino dish that I don't know. I'm pretty. Sh- uh, I I heard it for my my dad who has a weak American stomach said uh, you it tastes good until you see how it was made and to that I answered uh, no it tastes good just period uh, <laughs> the Nugan is made with not with I believe is made with blood as well but it's cooked but the, there's blood cooked in it blood cake. I yeah. don't know if I that is correct I don't cook there, there are plenty of dishes across the world that do cook with blood, though, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it is good. It's um, so good. Which, I mean, yeah, like, pulling back to uh, if you were a subsistence farmer under um, feudalism, uh, like, yeah, let's say you... Work with what you have. Well, let's say you did have um, some animals, right? Mm-hmm. Like, at the time when it comes to butcher one, you do have a whole ton of meat right this is the venus term and then you meticulously cut it apart you have to do it in the cold because you want the the meat to be in the right position your hands get all stiff apparently um and and then you keep little giblets to fry up for yourself and sell the good cuts to the rich people yep the neat cuts Mm. like bacon wasn't it wasn't good it uh, wasn't like popular until like the 70s like you, they would just take wow. off yeah you just take off the fat because they, they wanted low fat so there was just uh, just the, the cut of the meat up. and then the bacon was just sheared off so the bacon was just cheap and good yeah totally I like this country really hates fat people and mostly mm-hmm. that's racism but you know anyway yeah. <laughs> yep I could talk yeah. for a long time about that and I am no expert <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and a little like colonialism because that is a lot more well it's like, coded as yeah. a thing that white people don't uh, are like are never fat but it's not true <laughs> it's just we're, we're like the the kings were fat well no no it's not like that like um everyone has a basically random like genetically determined but basically random set weight point mm-hmm. and like i mean maybe there are a few people on on the planet in any given time who really can gain and lose like 20 plus pounds safety safely but uh, mostly, no, you're just like one weight for a few years and you get a little heavier at like 25 and a little heavier at like 35 and that's just how life is. Oh. And it's that like not a lot possible to change that really. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I was just also thinking of the um, how fat is seen as more... Um, as seen as a symbol of higher status in certain cultures oh, because it means kinda. you have or or older cultures uh or past, yeah, past well, because sometimes that yeah. means you have the resources to be to feed yourself 
Right, yeah. But again, but, yeah, like that's you know, like, that's not actually the case, but your body is your body and you'll do your body will do the way it does. Yeah. I just learned a thing. Shout out <laughs> the sun in the bound of Mercury. No, totally. So this eclipse is happening. It's not happening until the sun goes into the next deck. I think you're right. Let me triple yeah. check. I've been waiting for this to be over. It does happen just barely in the next second. Ah. I've been waiting for this to be over for so, so long. Are we going to preempt the next episode and talk about the upcoming decade? Or do we want to do the upcoming decade when we're in the decade and review? I mean, like. When, when will we have to record to get it before the moon actually completes that? Let me, let me see. Because... Like, two days from now? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Which, today is Thursday? Oh, yeah, it is Thursday. I mean, yeah, yeah, if we do that on the 30th at the right time, um, we, we can talk about the eclipse in its proper deck and, and not have to um, first of all not have to pollute information and secondarily um, get to chat a little bit about explicitly what we want to say <laughs> mm-hmm. alrighty okay so that sounds like a good deal I yep so we'll once the moon enters that deck in We'll start recording, and we'll, be we'll start be recording that. a little bit before the moon enters that decan, so we could get a, a ascended that isn't ruled by one of the eclipsed planets. But uh, but yeah, we'll start recording then eclipse and talk about the eclipse as it's happening. It'll be happening nigh overhead on my, well, no, near the midheaven, like a 20 something degrees from the midheaven, but nowhere near my location because I'm in the northern hemisphere. It'll be like in the 12th house here. Or, no, not quite. Actually, I guess it will be kind of overhead. Mm -hmm. It's barely edging into the quadrant 10th. And, uh, um, and, uh, I, I'm when it's when I'm talking about whether it's overhead or not. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, uh, sure. The degree of the midheaven. Yeah. So it's like near. It's more than two thirds. It's just over two thirds of the way to the midheaven when we'll start recording. Yeah. So that's all for this episode. Is there anything else that's missing? Um. We did go over everything. I yeah. feel like we're not finished, but um, I think that's just the nature of the deck and spooking me. Yeah, it's worried. <laughs> the nature of the deck and is worry. Uh, we did talk a lot. We did go. We did wander, but it is the deck of Mercury. It, it is a bound of Mercury. It is Mercury, and Mercury and Earth. Mercury I mean, yeah, Mercury that is Earth. like terrestrial Hermes likes to wander. Yeah. Um, that's. 
good. This Deccan. This Deccan is my descendant. Um, and honestly, I I don't have enough relationships to <laughs> Say talk about concretely. how that helps. But I do like with with clients. With clients, that there is worry that. But often my clients, the, the clients that in memory that that have come to me, their solution has been like, oh, people have come that come to me that I get to read for. Often my reading serves as like, here are all your eggs. Here are the baskets that you can put them in. And do with this as you will. I hope you enjoy your basket eggs. Happy Easter. <laughs> yep. Happy Easter. Woo! Alright. Okay. That's all I shared about my chart. That's all you'll ever know about my chart. Anyone listening? Just kidding. I, you probably know already more than everything I've shared. But, yeah. Magic's spoofy like that. Yeah. Just... Spoiler alert. My chart exists. That's a little personal, but now I you mean, know. I guess, like, yeah, this is wildly off topic, but at the end of the episode, I think it's like a little kind of, um, I mean, not to say I don't understand why, but it's a little cute and silly to me when people hide their chart, like, that's not somewhat easy to reverse engineer. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah the degree of your ascendant is, like, an important, um, thing it can it can you can use the degree of an ascendant to tether a spell to an individual person but mm-hmm. like you can also use like their name yeah their name the their, photo. Of their moon. yeah i have felt spells t- tether easier to people's uh twitter ads than mm. their name mm. because more people know them by their twitter ads than Wild. their name because you know people you usually only know like 200 tops 250 300 people in real life but oh if you are goodness. if you're an internet persona you automatically double that you have opened my brain yeah because i mean okay so yeah like when the spirits go asking for directions they find a lot more arrows pointing to that name huh yeah yeah and a lot more people hate you if you exist online yeah, no wonder and there's more all fucked up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the hexes go to the intellect first. That's why they're all dumb. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. I would say that's the money. Yeah. The hexes go to money and then intellect. Or not intellect. Well, no, like, no, no, no. I mean, uh, I mean, like, they fail to understand the world because doing oh, so would put their the money, money in jeopardy. Right, because the richer you are, the less likely you are to have empathy. Yeah. That's insane. That's fully insane. Um, I, like, there is I, nothing more difficult than getting a person to understand that which their paycheck depends on them not understanding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm full of like I can today. still barely wrap around my wrap my head around the fact that Starbucks makes money for all of the drinks 
that that I make every day. Upton Sinclair. Ah. I mean, you know, he he pretended all people are men, but uh. <laughs> hey, his paycheck relied on that. It is difficult to get one to understand something when their salary depends not, uh, on their not understanding it. Upton Sinclair. Yeah, yeah. Like Elon Musk buying. Oh, that's this decade. That happened this decade. That did happen this decade. Elon we, we Musk. We may as well talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Bought. Tried no. With. No. He, no, did, he not. did not buy Twitter. He, he announced that Twitter. he did, but this is not true. Oh. What he did do uh, is he put down forty-four billion dollars. Which uh, I think bears um, some scale, like uh, Germany, after the invasion of Ukraine, announced that it would upscale to being the third largest uh, military budget in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going up to like a hundred something uh, billion pounds. Uh, in 2022, it was 50 billion pounds. Ah. Wow. So, um, Elon Musk has spent uh, a year's military budget for a sizable country uh, trying and probably failing, almost certainly failing, to purchase from many shareholders uh, the entity of Twitter. And um, the deal was not finalized. It would take months to finalize. He just announced that it was finished. And he announced it during Mercury retrograde Mercury shadow. Mercury stationing into shadow, yeah. Or not stationing, Mer- but passing Mercury conjoined Mercury conjoined Rahu and Alpha. Yeah, and um, in, in pre-eclipse season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder what that's going to do to his chart. I don't want to look at his chart because... I, just, I, but... I, I have friends who have been like asking me to do it and I'm like... I, I don't know if I'm that interested, but um, <laughs> right, it's just like I don't. I just expect it to burn and fail, but I mean, yeah. um, just like everything he does, everything else he's ever done. Uh, but like this, his relationship this one with is... his son's child's <laughs> child. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I that this... tweet you said was very accurate. I do agree. Deification of people, not a good thing. You're Chelsea not Manning supposed to you're not supposed to saint someone who's still alive, but she has her. <laughs> um, you like to cup a billion a multi billionaire in the world. Yeah. So hard that he buys a website about it. So hard that he spends a military budget <laughs> on a website where people go to post to news talk about Marvel movies and yeah. talk about Marvel movies <laughs> he which, yeah. which like Saints let's talk among about, us. let's talk about the layers on which this was a bad idea cuz yeah you know astrologically we can say oh wow uranus is in taurus and uh there there's about to be uh, an eclipse there and there were yep. like uh there's Mercury retrograde shadow. 
Mercury retrograde uh, shadow. Both benefics are conjoined Neptune. The natal it Mars might be disillusioned. Twitter. The natal Mars of Twitter is in Gemini, and there's going to be a Mars retrograde in Gemini later. Ah, um, in the 12th? However, in the 12th in, house. In Mars' 12th? In, in Twitter's 12th. However, um, from a, like... I mean, okay. I would be of the opinion that uh, it is... You're only half doing astrology if you... Uh, can recite delineations but have no way of translating that into like a modern understanding of life and um, interactions and that goes especially for politics and financial astrology which I'm not a financial astrologer and I want to make that very clear, neither of us are Um, licensed fiduciaries I'm not giving financial advice correct But um, my financial advice for you is Give me money. <laughs> I, I like weed. I think weed is good. Yes. Uh, and talismans are good. You should give Josh Magic, talismans. money, <laughs> illicit substances. Well, substances that are illicit for young lengths. <laughs> Alcohol for me, weed for emeralds. It's not illegal here. Yep. Yeah. Well, not for, for, for the young lengths. Well, I guess it would be for for children, um, unless you have a medical <laughs> card. One. But um, yeah, fuck. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, um, layer one as to why this is a bad idea. Elon Musk uh, is the richest person in the world uh, as of this year, but does not have forty four billion dollars lying around in cash in a bank account somewhere that he can just withdraw and put yeah. into petty stakes for no reason. He had literally no one does that. He had to leverage, I don't remember what percentage, but some percentage of his shares in in Tesla. And uh, he went to the bank and he was like, I will give you this collateral for you to hold on to while I make money and um, become able to pay you back for this, this money that I want to withdraw and use to buy Twitter because that money does not actually exist he took out a loan mm-hmm. yeah because there's no such thing as more than how more than in most banks more there's no such thing as 250,000 more than two thousand dollars in a bank account right because banks are only insured up to two hundred thousand. that's my knowledge from like 2019 back when i was into random white people telling me about money I mean, yeah. I'm no longer into that, but I There's remember. a big, long uh, Great Depression history there. I mean, like, federally insured bank accounts are... Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like they only keep up to a quarter million dollars. It's that each person can r- withdraw a quarter million dollars. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. No one, yeah, yeah. no one has more than a quarter million to themselves in their and bank yeah, account. Yeah, yeah. Like, because, uh, yeah, the bank doesn't just keep that money in a box it shuffles it around it invests it itself it doesn't keep that money as cash that's why a lot of physical banks they give you a higher rate when you don't cut your savings because they're doing something else with your savings yeah and and like like, yeah student debt student debt isn't real those dollar bills don't exist anywhere in the economy it's just a number on a computer and a demand every single person in, in debt is one clerical error away from being debt-free. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, or uh, sometimes one or executive from... order, Mr. President. Um, but <laughs> uh, regardless of that, uh, Elon Musk had to take out a loan for this money. And the like he does collateral... for his own house as well. He, he uh, borrows money is... for rent. Yeah. Jesus, I didn't know that. But um, he took out a loan, and uh, immediately afterwards, the share price for um, Tesla went down 12 points, I think, or 15 points, something in that. Ah! And uh, if it goes down uh, that amount again, like another 15 points, um, he is in the territory. If, if those stocks that he put up as collateral lose 30% of their value, I believe, he is instantly on the hook for all that money. He has to pay, he has to either buy those shares back from the bank or they are the banks um, at that point. Oh. And Tesla is his only real business that makes money. Wow. And uh, also, social media websites do not make money. They don't. And they, if they were to make money, they wouldn't make money. They attract new uh, users to look at ads. And Twitter is saturated. There are no more new users left, except children. Yeah. And people in countries that don't have Twitter. And like, the children... the. The, and the children are already on Twitter. You just don't yeah. know that they're on Twitter because they yeah, have to totally. stay there sticks to you. <laughs> there is no more room for legitimate growth in Twitter's business model. All it yes. can do is stay afloat. I saw yeah. someone <laughs> suggest that they charge the people, that they charge a dollar for every thousand followers that you have a month. It's like, you're so ridiculous you want me to pay for, for the people that i'm attracted to your platform i will just i will go to TikTok. i would simply not yeah i will i will literally post a single like post a picture of my thumb on my camera and just write my tweets on TikTok. <laughs> before I pay money to have a follower. Use a social media website. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've paid money thing. for a social media website. Well, not social media, you know, social uh, dick What do you mean? The, the dick app. Oh, the grinder. oh, oh. That's I, not grinder. Not that's not social account. media. Yeah, it's uh, the Hunger Games. I mean, I've never used I've never used a Grinder or any dating app actually, uh, unless Twitter counts. But like, Twitter does not count. No. <laughs> the I think one of the required definitions of dating app is that it does not help you get into a relationship. I so think that's true. Twitter does a not little count. bit, honestly. And also, like, yeah, I I am like I fully don't believe Hinge on a good day. when they say I do not believe. No, that's Hinge contrary to their business model. When they say that they oh the app designed to be deleted and then be downloaded. Because <laughs> yeah, like Twitter, Twitter has other things to keep you on there besides um, 
other hot trans women, although that is like a big part of Twitter for me. Anyway, it is. It's, um, a, good, it's a good part of Twitter. <laughs> um, Twitter does not make money. Uh, and if Elon were to take control of the website and execute upon these changes that he uh, wants to, he. He'd be like, a millionaire real quick. <laughs> well, he would be banned in Germany and uh, much of the EU as a consequence. Banned in Germany? Hence, they have, they, you can't do Holocaust denial or Nazi apologia. Oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. He did that? Well, he wants to um, turn off the rules. And, oh, like, right, right. And because... like well, the way he's dog whistling is he's like, all right, uh, Adam Waffen, Kiwi Farms, uh, let's go. I have I have targets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, he, he simply cannot. I mean, he, he theoretically could, but yeah. uh, it would be against like every international laws yeah well i mean it would be banned in countries instantly and anyone who is doing that job like of making sure twitter follows the laws Mm -hmm. uh already like they would instantly advise him against it his accountants would advise him against it uh, and like, yeah, because I mean, the hundred million Twitter users on in the United States, not enough to support a platform. Yeah, yeah. That's I I've seen accounts with more following than that. It's true. It's true. So you like you need you need you European cannot market. bank you need the Latin on, American market. Yeah, yeah. You cannot bank on the absolute uh, fascist loving rules of the United States alone. <laughs> And for another, like, another part of that is um, if you look at any of these social media services that have been set up by and for right-wingers, um, like, uh, I mean, I, I whatever, shouldn't name names, uh, but, like, they, they all go, like, critical toxic in several months and everyone leaves because they have no targets. Yeah. It's not fun to talk with each other. They're they're bullies, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and bullies don't have regular social lives. They just they cannot talk normal about things together. They, agree with. Yeah. they just pretend to be normal. And they, until and they don't even like each target. other. They just yeah. backbite and um and create schismatic little uh incestuous clicks, yeah. Yep. Like they try and create their own little fiefdoms. That's all they know how to do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and yeah, so like TikToks stated it, or it's like where when people are just like rude and they just rude out of nowhere and call it socializing. It's like no, no, you don't have friends. That that's not how you socialize. Yeah, that is that's being a be, that's being a bully and being bullied. Because you you don't have friends, you have assholes and victims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were gonna say? Um, I mean, I just wanted to uh, credit the uh, the words coming out of my mouth again. This is Justin King, the quote of the fifth column. Like, 
I have had many of these same thoughts hearing about this uh, mm-hmm. immediately. I my first thought was the board's not going to let him do it. There are too many people with too many interests, and this is not a thing that is done. You do not buy out a, a major corporation with a board like this. Yeah, like it it simply doesn't happen. <laughs> and the reason for that, apparently. Uh, is, yeah, first of all, he doesn't have the liquid capital. And secondarily, as soon as he announced this and got pissy with the board, they enacted what is called a poison pill measure, which allows existing shareholders to buy more shares at a lower price in order to push out uh, someone trying to do a hostile takeover. And, uh, yeah, like, as a tertiary point, um, this is going to take too long and he doesn't have the money for it it's all tied up in other things and like Mm -hmm. even if he did get what he wanted he can't actually do anything with it and it wouldn't make money and like this is Saturn being a burst from all of the good things happening in Pisces but also Mars in Pisces trying to catch up to Venus and Jupiter to fuck shit up but both Venus and Jupiter leave the sign before he catches up We'll and see at the end of eclipse season, but this will either yeah. be this will either be another one of his many tiny mistakes, like saying he'd build a hyperloop from uh, San Diego to LA or whatever, or saying uh, and, that he was that he was going to make five hundred thousand cars and then got like he got try got put on trial for it. Oh he, wow! He he tweeted. Uh, in 2011, right, Tesla made right. cars. And the SEC this year, they'll was make like, 500,000. Like, you can't say that if you don't yeah. mean it. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, my First Amendment rights to lot. No. No, you, not when you're a business owner. Yeah, you, like, you're, you're literally not allowed to <laughs> advertise false. Yeah, yeah, there is actually a law about this, which mm-hmm. I made another tweet. I was like, being a white-collar criminal in the United States is already going for the gold because we have no laws. Being convicted as a billionaire is quite another ballgame. Convict? When you have more money than God? <laughs> in this country that loves billionaires. <laughs> right, like, one of 438 billionaires. I, yeah, that was a, go- that was, government works for him personally, right? and they were still like, "Dude, you can't." <laughs> Very much the spoil, like spoiled brat archetype, just like God, hey, all hey. rich people are. Yeah, but some rich people because like capitalism could last so long if these people had attention spans longer than fucking fruit-wise. Yes. Some rich people pull a Marcus Aurelius in that they're still evil and bad because, you know, no, you can't imperialize and be good. Um, but they some have people pull a Marcus Aurelius, yeah. the, but they're, they're a little stoic. They have thought about it. They, they think, oh, this is what I'll they do. They understand cause and effect. Elon Musk is the Caligula of billionaires. Except yeah, Caligula like, didn't get his wife stolen from him. <laughs> Woman. Jesus Christ. I mean, I, 
I don't know. Caligula did end up stealing his yeah. own wife from him by. I think I don't know what happened there. I don't know if he had a wife. I am not that big a classics nerd. <laughs> I am not either. I just. No, yeah, no, Caligula's crazy, so is Elon Musk. That's all I have to say, I guess. Elon Musk is the same fucking person as Thomas Edison, except uh, Elon Musk wishes he was even a quarter as influential. Yep. But uh, uh, I, I kept trying to say... Thomas uh, Edison, you can... Any field you're in, you can track to what uh, Thomas Edison industry. fucked you over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Elon Musk isn't that way. Elon no, Musk. No, he's not that can, big. You can uh, track it to. You can you can try to find a time that Elon Musk threatened to. Every U.S. citizen. Here. Every U.S. Yeah. citizen can point to a time in their life that was made harder by Elon Musk. Mostly when you had to get on an airplane or drive a car. But yeah. um, besides the point. Well, no, after the eclipse season. If this is just another one of his petty, tiny mistakes where he gets bored and moved up, moves on, or uh, if he really overcommits and like ruins himself over this, I hope he does. That I would hope be really funny. by the end of Eclipse season, I have more money in my bank account than Elon Musk does. That would be really, really funny. It would be because he doesn't have actual. Yeah, all he like, has is investor hype. If it, none if his of his investor... businesses make money like yeah. tesla makes a little bit of money but they sell luxury cars that are not even well put together yeah yeah and i've seen reviews of those cars people review those cars like they review phones and yeah. the error, the margin of error is worse on the cars it really is it really is like things are just in the wrong place doors don't open uh, he's being sued also by the state of California for running an apartheid shop. And I remember when Shower. he built that gigafactory, is what he called it. He covered it in solar panels. It was going to be in Arizona, and it didn't come here because we have too low rates of uh, higher education. Mm-hmm. And so he went to California instead, and they sued him for running an apartheid shop. And now he's moving to Texas. Shout out to the Elon Musk fans. Back in my younger days of uh, Twitter, when I would engage with Elon Musk discourse, to the Elon Musk fans that were just like, uh, he's estranged from his father who ran, who was from apartheid South Africa. Just like, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, well, he's maybe still he was. doing it. Maybe uh, he was, yeah. Your ancestors act through you whether you want them to or not. <laughs> so if you don't check yourself, you will wreck yourself upon the rocks of your ancestors' actions. Uh, and it'll be very, very entertaining, a nice little tourist season treat well, to see Elon Musk do that. Even if he was estranged from his father, which, you know, like, I don't really care that much about his childhood. Uh, I, I, or like, and apparently, um, I have heard also that uh, the apartheid regime was over where he lived. But again, not super important to the topic at hand. He was still raised by that same dude and that dude's wife. And like, yeah inherited this baggage of being a white Afrikaner, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and then came to this other nation, which 
either is still or only stopped being an apartheid state 80 years ago. Yeah. And like, yeah, if you are not a student of history, you will just do the same shit again. Especially if it's easy and what the norms and laws of a place imply that you should do. Yeah. Yeah, because apartheid, I don't know if apartheid apartheid was one of the few like oppression, oppressive regimes that didn't take or that I don't, that I wasn't that I'm not aware of taking Mm. uh, notes out of the Book of America's oppression but like America like America does oppression and so did apartheid South Africa I don't know a whole lot they do each other next to each other they're standing I know a whole lot about uh, South African history but I do know uh, a thing or two about how um, segregation US segregation era politics um, and policies are being replicated and re-engineered in Israel against Palestinian people ah yeah because the Nazis always take books out take, take notes out of the book of America's behavior. Many sins. Many, many sins. Yeah, because like... Because <laughs> yeah, we've, we've been doing it a long time and we're good yep. at it. This is number one. Yep. Exaltation is attitude, not goodness. No, um, my girlfriend was talking to me about this. Uh, she says the most unrealistic thing and really what kills it for her about Man in the High Castle is that the Nazis definitely would not have invaded the United States. They would have just converted us. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what they're doing now. And it almost happened then. Yeah, because... Yeah. Like... We were already in apartheid state. If... If, uh, if the Nazis had put forward the, um, had made the, um, the oppression of Roma louder, it would be very, very easy to convert the United the United States. They're just like the the oppression of Roma gave people made that the the larger forefront. It, it would have been so easy. I don't know. I mean, uh, I think, like, I, again, I'm not the person to ask about this, really. But, um, not. what I have. I'm speaking with authority, and I don't have, what I have it. Been told, what I have been told is, like, the Holocaust uh, really caught people's attention because it was the first, uh, at least well documented instance of industrialized fascism Mm -hmm. and like yeah uh i mean the united states has not done similar kinds of death camps uh kind of because we have done chattel slavery we have done open-air prisons uh Mm -hmm. with uh, indigenous peoples we have done stuff that definitely is not dissimilar. Mm-hmm. 
but like there is a significant difference in kind with the industrialized effort that did catch people's attention um although like the particular groups that were being victimized mm-hmm. um i don't think it matters so much how much like which groups they focused on either rhetorically or materially because the united states and europe broadly agreed with all of those bigotries yep and um like i wish i had the number a certain um a large number uh, of jewish refugees tried to escape france into the united states and they were turned away and sent back to france and then france was occupied and many of those people were found um and and sent off to work at slave labor camps or uh, be ghettoized and marginalized or killed uh, in various ways um you know this yeah. very sober topic uh i like i want to make sure to outline differences and uh similarities and really i mean like yeah what i have been told is it was the industrialized effort that makes the holocaust different and facilitated such a dramatic loss of life mm-hmm. um but yeah like uh in many respects the united states came out of world war 2 as the nazi germany that made it yeah and like we still live with that legacy and really refuse to accept or examine it mhm like the uh, the thing about uh oh, superheroes uh are a weird thing because leftist ideal conservative technique of violence sure to uh, enact the, the ideal of freedom oh this fight for the good um and because uh, we were we talking are, about Aries a lot yeah yeah, yeah. Sometimes um, unilateral force is necessary to defend more victimized people. Mhm. Don't bring me. The were the this decade, this decade of worry, we've had a lot of unilateral force. The 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 sun is has returned to strength, is growing, is 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 uh keeping up strength, but how do you um make sure that you're growing an edible plant? and not a plant that'll keep you in the underworld. Ah, uh, yeah. That's poetic enough. Bye. <laughs>